0: Hello, 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 everyone. This is Fernando, your host of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode, and let's get right into it. Today, I wanted to cover uh, a request by someone to do an MBE subject attack review for real property. You know, they're having some issues with real property, and so I wanted to just give you the bird's eye view so that you can understand what it is that you are getting yourself into with that subject, okay? And it's an important subject because actually a lot of people tend to have... Uh, some issues with grasping what real property is about so let's get right to it so one of the first main sections that real property starts out with right is what's called possessory interests so you have to just in your mind you know create if you're memorizing by using the visualization tools that I've you know talked about in the podcast uh, you can create a room in a house where it has like a possessory interest so possessory interests are basically you know, uh, who currently owns the property and who is going to own it in the future. That's what possessory interests are about in a very, very broad level. Who currently owns a property and who's going to own it in the future. So therefore, you have these two sub uh, topics within possessory interests related to present possessory interests. And then future interests. And a lot of people tend to get like really tripped up with like, oh, I don't know the difference between being a a remainderman and, you know, what is a fee simple subject to executory limitation or a fee simple determinable, you know, versus, uh, you know, uh, a fee simple absolute, right? And so instead of getting too tripped up with the language of each one of those, eventually you're gonna have to nail those, right? You just have to know them. Uh, and then the particular language uh, that creates each of them, just keep that in mind. When it comes to possessory interests, there are those that give someone the right to own it right now. And then There are possessory interests that give somebody the right to own it in the future, okay? So keep that in mind. Keep that framework because it really clarified it for me once I was like, oh, okay, so this is about somebody owning it right now. How do they own it? Oh, I see. So it's for the life of someone. You know, the life estate gives somebody the ability to own a particular estate for that that doesn't last longer than their life got it okay and and what are defeasible fees okay so i started making more sense of that once i understood that dynamic okay so that's a very big bird's eye bird's eye picture of possessory interests then the second category second big category are landlord tenant issues Okay, in landlord-tenant issues really do come down to, okay, what's the nature of the leasehold? Uh, what are the tenants' duties and what are the landlords' duties, right? So this comes up in the context of MBEs for sure, but you'll, you're also going to see it in essays. And so you, you have to understand those duties by the tenant, by the landlord, and then you also have to understand the difference between assignments and subleases. Okay. The next big part are concurrent estates. So the very first section is who owns the property right now, who's going to own it in the future. The second part is what are issues related to, you know, landlord and tenants, which a lot of people tend to grasp pretty well because, you know, you've probably leased uh, an apartment at some point in your life and you have an understanding of what some of those duties are. OK, I have to pay rent. Um, I, I can't, you know, trash the place. Um And this third part, concurrent estates, is basically when multiple people have a right of ownership to a particular property, okay? And so that's where you get joint tenancies, that's where you get tenancy in common, tenancy by the entirety, uh, or where you have uh, co-tenants, right? And so that concurrent estates is basically that there's 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 not much else in that particular section you just again have to go in and learn what the specific rules are for each of those all right so then the fourth category are fixtures and fixtures you know that comes up for sure in in the mbes sometimes in the essays but fixture fixtures is basically when something is attached to the land or property uh, you know it's uh, it's been nailed in or screwed in you know can you remove it you're right and you have to look at at the nature of it is it you know is it personal property Uh, you know was the intent to attach it so that it remained on the property you know from here on out until forever or what was what was what was the intent of it so that's really what it comes down fixtures can come up in the context of a property being sold and whether the fixture can be removed or not, or also in the context of landlord tenants, right, if a tenant comes in and they affix something um, to the property, can they remove that, you know, uh, should they remove it? What if the property is damaged as a result of the removal? A lot of issues like that tend to come up in relation to fixtures. The next, the fifth section, relates to easements. These are basically non possessory interest in land that give the holder the right to use somebody else's land. So as an example, you know, uh, imagine somebody owning a home and next to their house is a driveway that allows people to come in and out who live in the back part of the home, right? And so that particular driveway, even though it falls in the land of that homeowner and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, uh, it gives other people uh, basically permission to use that part of the land. And so even though the the line of, uh, of the property, you know, is in the middle, we'll say in the middle of the driveway, they're providing an easement to the other people. They don't own that Land, They don't own that section of the driveway, but they have an easement so that they can be able to come in and out and access their property. So there's a lot of issues in relation to how an easement is created, how it's enforced, and how it's terminated, right? There's a lot of issues around the life of an easement creation, you know, how it's being enforced, and then how it's terminated. Then the sixth section relates to uh, these very topics varied topics of licenses, profits, covenants and servitudes. And so you just have to go in and understand the difference between what a license is, what a profit is, what covenants do and then what equitable servitudes are. I think covenants and ser- equitable servitudes if you spend time learning that, it, those also tend to get, trip people up a little bit in terms of how they're created, what do they what exactly do they do? And so it's time well spent if you if you look at that closely. Then the seventh section is adverse possession, right, which is basically uh, land ownership or rights in land that results from the operation of a statute of limitations for, for you know, uh, for trespass to real property. So somebody just planted themselves for a particular period of time. They met the statute of limitations and now they're they say, hey, I own it. I've been here. You've never, you knew I was here. You never challenged me on it. And now it's mine. And so there's certain requirements for that, right? And you remember some of them, open and notorious, actual and exclusive, continuous possession for the statutory period has to be hostile uh, while under the claim of right. Okay. So that's like the big, big, uh, big bird's eye view on that. So that's the seventh section. The eighth is conveyancing. Right. Uh, and that relates to land sale, land sale contracts, deeds, covenants of title, title and recording. And so how is it basically that and then also conveyance by mortgages and how is it basically that you convey one land from one person to another person and there's different ways uh, like the ones that I just mentioned. Okay, so that's the eighth section, and then the ninth section is support issues. So if you have uh, uh, just issues related to lateral or or subadjacent support, if somebody excavates next to your house and then your house tips over, you know what are the issues in that? You know should that neighbor have excavated without adequately seeing that your house could have fallen to the side, right? Or if somebody changes the course of a waterway, how does that change your rights to it, okay? So that's issues related to support, the ninth section. And then the 10th section is zoning. And the 11th section is remedies, okay? So a lot of topics in that. That's why it tends to trip people up. But know that not all of the topics are the same. And so if you understand one, If you get a question related to that, oh, this is a landlord-tenant issue. This is not related to zoning or support, all right? It's completely different. All right, so I hope that helps and I'll catch you at the next episode. Take care, bye.